My guest today on Global IQ Minute with Jim Falk is Governor Rick Perry, who spoke today at the World Affairs Council of Dallas-Fort Worth. Welcome, Governor Perry. What alternatives would you offer if you were president now with what's happening in eastern Ukraine and the Baltic states? Yeah. Well, were I the president today, there are a number of things that I would uh, would do to uh, send a clear message to him, uh, the least of which is not to supply lethal weapons to the uh, Ukrainian military. There needs to be the, the Russian people need to understand there's a real cost involved with uh, uh, his um, his forays into uh, to Ukraine. Uh, the other side of it is to continue to use the sanctions and, and the swift banking uh, to really put the pressure on the oligarchs and, and, and Russia. And then obviously we have, uh, with liquefied natural gas, uh, the ability to really leverage him in a powerful way. And I would have been signing LNG contracts uh, uh, to get uh, U.S. Uh, LNG into the European Union. Uh, as, as How quickly could that be done? Well, I, I don't know what the timetable is. Uh, w- with a national effort, this could be expedited by a substantial margin. I mean, uh, I look at this as no different than um, having military hardware uh, developed. And and, uh, if the U.S. sent the right messages to our our partners along the Gulf Coast, for instance, I mean, we have multiple facilities that are in the transition from import to export of LNG. So it could happen in a hurry. But this administration obviously is not interested in that or we would have already seen it. So um, let me ask you about the Palestinian. Palestinian-Israeli conflict. It's, it's been quicksand for a, a lot of presidents. Are, are you in favor of uh, a two-party state, and and you think it's even in the realm of possibility now? Well, I, I think in a perfect world uh, we would be, but we don't live in a perfect world. And the fact is, until the Palestinians uh, recognize that Israel has the right to exist as a, a Jewish state, uh, then then no. Uh, I mean, th- this is like the, the Iran negotiations. I mean, the idea that uh, Iran will not even recognize that Israel just uh, has the right to exist as a Jewish state. I mean, that's non-negotiable in my opinion, and uh, and, and 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 I think rightfully so. Uh, th- this idea that somehow or another we need to be negotiating with people who want to wipe Israel off the face of the earth is just you know it's very offensive to me. Would you move the embassy? Yes. Uh, matter of fact, that would be one of the first things I would announce. Um, I, announcing it now, as a matter of fact that uh, were I the president, I would move the uh, embassy to uh, Western Jerusalem, and there is no question that that is um, Jewish territory, and, and that's where it should be. I have time for two more questions. Uh, you, you drew a, a very clear line between how you and President Obama view the role of Western values in a recent speech at the Royal United Services Institute in London where you stated that immigrants needed to live by exactly the standards that the rest of us live by. Could you elaborate on this? Well, I think when you move to a a neighborhood, and I'll try to keep this pretty simple, if you go to a a neighbor's house uh, and they have a certain standard of which they live their lives and and how they uh, want you to uh, live your life, for instance, if they want to say a blessing before the meal, uh, you should be respectful of that. You come to their house. And uh, I know that may be a little too simplistic, but the fact is, if you are an immigrant to a country, you have chosen to come and to live there, and you need to live in the rules. In a greater sense, Western values, 
I don't think we should be apologizing for them. No greater good has the world seen uh, than Western values over the course of, of our existence. Uh, and more people live in freedom today because of Western values. More people have a better quality of life because of Western values. We should be proclaiming them. Uh, we should be standing up and, and trumpeting them in this world rather than apologizing for them. Foreign policy in Obama administration has been largely centered in the White House. Specifically, some argue Susan Rice, National Security Advisor, appears to have a much larger role than her predecessors. How would you define the role of the National Security Advisor in a Perry administration? And might you identify someone or a few people who who who, who performed the well, especially yeah. who performed the role especially well? Yeah. Well, uh, l let me share with you. I I think that the foreign policy is very centric to the White House. And I'm not sure it's either the individuals that you mentioned. I think it's the president. I think this president uh, naively thinks he understands, or if not, he's just interested in changing long-held policies for the sake of changing long-held policies. I look at Cuba. I don't understand what the, uh, the, the United States, and I certainly don't know what the uh, uh, Cuban people got out of that negotiation and obviously on Iran uh, this is just you know I think this is how he dealt with the prisoner exchange uh, with this Bergdahl another great example of a president that's doing things just so he can be different and not connecting the dots on how this affects the rest of the world, uh, what the messages that are sent to our uh, our allies are, for that matter, our adversaries. So uh, I, I want people... I don't want to be making decisions by myself. I mean, I'm, I'm a big believer that you need to bring in expertise uh, well beyond your, your own, even if you are an expert, and have a, have a second opinion. Uh, it's a reason we go to doctors to get a second opinion. Uh, one expert, let's hear it from another one. So obviously, you know, the, the men and women that I've uh, mentioned already, uh, but you know, I'll, I'll share with you, I, I think Lindsey Graham is one of the individuals that, you know, whether he stays in the Senate or wherever he would be, if I were the President of the United States, I would have a, an individual like a Lindsey Graham that I would be listening to. Um, but you might invite him to be your Vice President. Well, I don't know so much. I think that's way the cart way in front of the horse. Uh, but you, you ask, who are some of the people that I'm engaged with? You know, obviously, um, you know, General Mosley, uh, there's military and civilians on these foreign affairs that you need to listen to. But I think it's so important to have a president who understands that these are all linked together, that decisions are not made in a vacuum. Uh, they affect the rest of the world. I don't know if this president really understands that or if it's just a philosophical uh, interest in, in doing things differently just because he can. Governor Perry, I want to thank you so much for being our guest on Global IQ Minute with Jim Falk. We're very pleased that you were with us today at the World Affairs Council of Dallas-Fort Worth, and I know I'm extending on behalf of my colleagues throughout the 90 World Affairs Councils. I'm sure you have an invitation to speak at those councils, too. Thank, thank you, you, sir. It's my honor to be here.